When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But Brogdon, to me, was the story of this game. Best game I've seen from him in a Celtics uniform, I think. Uh, steps up with Derek White going down, and I'm sure we'll get an uh, update from Joe Sway, who's down in Charlotte as well in the pressers, uh, on Derek White, who left the game a couple minutes in after taking a hit from Marcus Smart on the sideline there, called a next sprain, uh, which doesn't sound great, but better than some of the other outcomes that were possible there out of that play, including a concussion. But Brogdon plays more minutes, gets up to that 30-minute mark, scores 30 points, uh, hits 5 of 7 in the lane. Again, that had been his big problem uh, right up until tonight. Uh, and then he started hitting shots from every angle in the in rim area tonight. But the three-pointers back, he had about an eight-game slump between the end of December and into January. And now 11 to 17, 4 6. John's talked about this. This guy's sort of morphing between a second-unit facilitator and this high-volume shooter-scorer that we've seen him be in the past as well. And on this team that wants to shoot a ton of threes, uh, that wants to have all this movement and versatility offensively, he does need to be aggressive. And I feel like the first month or two he's in Boston, he's kind of trying to get his feet wet, get used to playing on the second unit again, get other guys like Hauser and uh, his second unit teammates going. And now he's looking for a shot. You see him stepping into the mid-ranger. You see him firing away from three at a high volume, at least a higher volume than he's typically uh, used to shooting, and drawing free throws in the lane. So you have a guy in this game who's who's deadly from all three levels, and the, the Celtics need this guy. This is the kind of guy who's going to win playoff games for them, but playing like this. Well, the, the thing that, that, that jumps out to me about his play was that I don't think it's a coincidence that the most aggressive we've seen Malcolm Brogdon be this year just so happens to be the game that we don't have Jalen, Tatum is struggling, and the energy – Overall, is relatively low. Uh, they, you know, Charlotte did exactly what a team in their position should do. If you're playing a quality team that's not playing with great effort, you can outwork them and position yourself to be successful and have a lot of, of you know, good runs on the court. And I thought in the first half, that's for the most part, that's what we saw from Charlotte. But Malcolm was able to, I think, game-changing, galvanizing force that the Celtics are going to need from time to time once they get into the postseason and are looking to just, at that point, once you get to the playoffs, it's really not about style points. It's about finding a way to win games. And Malcolm, would, I think the challenge for him is to bring that same aggressiveness that we saw tonight playing with Jason and Jalen. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if he is comfortable being that guy just yet, but it's not for him. It's not even about ability. It's about just... Wanting to do it is just about having the, the comfort level to do that. Uh, and, and again, you know, we talk about his score again. Tatum, his final numbers look great, but he did not have a great game by any stretch no. of the imagination. I he mean, had one I, good I, half, maybe one good quarter. I would say one good quarter uh, because a lot of the success that they had that put them in position to be successful was guys like Malcolm 
guys like Peyton Williams making hustle plays. Uh, you know, you start going down the line of other guys who did little things that helped position him. And then you come to the realization that Tatum did what great players do. And that is even on bad nights, their numbers are going to look good. And this was one of those games for him. They found good combinations too, lineup wise. I like Brogdon and Smart sharing the floor together. That's the duo they imagine closing many games together because of blowouts and injuries and uh, Derek White ascending as a starter. You've you've seen them go in other directions on some nights, but White going down tonight, no Jalen Brown. They got to play together quite a bit. And Smart, to his credit, stepped aside after all those first half misses for the most part in the second half. Sort of let Brogdon rock, which is important. Because uh, as we've said, Brogdon steps into the situation amicable, not wanting to ruffle too many feathers. He takes the bench role. He's taken less minutes, which I'm still puzzled about to some degree. I don't. Uh, three things floating around my head there: obviously the health, uh, the management, uh, White and other guys taking those minutes possibly, uh, but also the defense with Brogdon, which hasn't been great. I thought tonight was about as good as we've seen it all year. A couple steals in the lane, just getting his hands on some balls and sensing passes and all that stuff better. But it has trouble staying in front of guys at times. So that might be another factor that they're considering in there, along with the overall wear and tear. But it was just great to see him play a lot tonight and get a rhythm and be able to play with some of the starters rather than the second unit guys. There are a lot of fans who are going to want to see him start especially after a night where smart was three at 12 and it's just, you know, we're here, we're here on post game reacting. Um, but he's so comfortable in this role. You need second unit minutes. You need to be able to win second unit minutes, especially in the playoffs. And he, the last two or three games here, their second unit has driven them and we'll give Peyton Pritchard some credit in a minute. Uh, but Brogdon's at the center of whoever's out there succeeding with second units, even if it's starters staggering in like Tatum and Smart. Uh, he, he's able to get on the ball. He's able to get off the ball. There's just so many things he can do. And it makes you want to see him play more so he can be in different rotations and different combinations and get comfortable with what he's going to have to do come playoff time. I mean, once the playoffs start in April, this is the, you need him 31 minutes. You do. Yeah, but the challenge is, is figuring out how do you get him 31 minutes while still getting minutes to Derek White, while still giving minutes to Marcus Smart. To me, they've got to figure out how to make that trio work consistently, not necessarily together, but in, in the same game. And I think it's hard because, you know, the, it seems Derek White, Malcolm Brogdon, that seems to be the kind of the, the – the challenge that they have in, as far as like keeping both of those guys on the floor significant minutes. I think one of the things they like about Derek White being in that starting group, again, is that defensive versatility. He has the ability to switch out uh, and guard players who are a little bit bigger, a little bit rangier, more so than Malcolm Brogdon. Although I got to tell you right now, when they go back and look at the tape and they look at the number of times times that Charlotte's bigs tried to back down, not be able to do it at all. I'm starting to I'm starting to kind of come around to the idea that Malcolm is is someone that they have to be concerned with when in switches because it's clear to me he's strong as hell. Malcolm is way stronger than I thought. I know um, what play you're thinking was, of that great one where he just stonewalled. He just Nick stonewalled Richards. the guy, and and he and he did that to him a couple of times in this game, and and that is not a small man that he's keeping from getting to where he wants to get to. So I'm not. I'm not as concerned about that part of his game as I was 
uh, earlier in the season. Uh, and, but again, these are, what we're talking about are the kind of problems that, as a coach, you love to have. How do I get really good players on the floor more minutes? Uh, because even when I get that wrong, I'm still going to come out getting it right. Because, what, I give Derek White fewer minutes, that means more for Malcolm. Okay. I don't give Malcolm 30 minutes. I give Derek White 25-28 instead. And he goes three for seven threes and plays good defense. Those are the kind of challenges that I think Joe Missoula has to really, you know, just kind of work through. But again, because of what those guys can do and their ability, it doesn't really hurt or impact the, the bottom line, which is winning games.